Welcome to Intel's Conversations in the Cloud. I'm your host, Jake Smith. Join me as I speak with guests from across the world about the latest advancements in cloud and edge computing, data center technology, network infrastructure, security, artificial intelligence, and more. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be in the world. My name is Jake Smith, and welcome to another episode of Conversations in the Cloud. I am joined today by Shamik Mishra, CTO, Connectivity, Capgemini Engineering. Welcome, Shamik. Thank you very much for having me today. Well, it's such an honor to have you here because we're going to talk about uh, the smart 5G connected edge working with Intel and the work that Capgemini Engineering has been doing. But before we get there, I want you to talk a little bit about yourself, your background, and how we got to this conversation today. Absolutely. And thank you for asking that question. So I am Shamik. I'm the CTO for Connectivity in Capgemini Engineering. Prior to that, I was the Vice President of Research and Innovation, where I have been pioneering some of the new concepts around edge computing. Uh, in my new role, I actually drive the technology roadmap and architecture around connectivity technologies. And these are 5G edge computing, private networks, wireline technologies, and the technologies that kind of drive all of this, for example, artificial intelligence and use cases around enterprises who will eventually adopt connectivity. One of the key areas that we have been focused on for the past couple of years has been edge computing. Because we believe edge computing is a convergence of technologies. It's not a standalone technology on its own. But what it really does is that brings the potential of several technologies and builds new experiences for our customers. For example, edge computing actually brings low latency connectivity like 5G. It brings in cloud native technologies. It brings in a, a whole new application developer ecosystem and developer experiences. It enables new kinds of devices to be connected to the network, and it can help us build new use cases for industries, particularly on private networks, where new kinds of use cases, new kinds of experiences, new revenue models for our customers, and even productivity improvement can be delivered out of this new concept around edge compute. We have pioneered and developed a solution called Enscons, which is primarily a multi-access edge computing platform. And we have been using this in several edge computing trials and deployments today. We also have developed connectivity stacks around 5G radio networks and core networks, which we license to multiple network equipment providers and OEMs, for example. And we help accelerate the development of enterprise 5G solutions. So when we bring all of these technologies and capabilities together, we can actually help our customers develop rich private network experiences. And that's what we are here to talk about today. Well, you know, it's so important with the proliferation of 5G and the work that Capgemini Engineering has been doing in enterprises for so many years. You're really well suited here. Can you talk a little bit about the Intel relationship? This is not a new relationship. We've had a multi-year relationship. Can you talk and help the listeners understand how we're connected? And then we'll get into why it's so important for 5G in the enterprise. Yes, absolutely. So we have been working with Intel for several years now, and we have been working across the board from 
chip design to software technologies to connectivity technologies and when we started building our capabilities around 5g private networks what we call as the 5g connected platform intel was a natural partner for us how we are actually leveraging intel technologies are as important as the stack itself Intel's next generation single socket Xeon scalable processors like Cascade Lake and Ice Lake and the family of back N3000 FPGAs, their network interface cards, their visual compute silicon accelerators like HDDLR and BCAC accelerators. These all help us build scalable edge clusters, hardware clusters, which can run 5G network stack. It can also run enterprise edge applications. It can help our customers and application developers to develop rich AI applications. And we also leverage a lot of Intel software solutions as well. For example, their open visual cloud, Open Vino for visual compute. And we have also been leveraging some of OpenNES, which is Intel's edge computing solution. We're using some parts of it to build a rich edge application developer community and solutions. This is important because end of the day, an edge compute is as good as the application that is running on it. We may have the best technologies below the hood, but if we don't have great applications, we don't get a great edge experience. And our partnership with Intel is actually helping us to reach that stage. Now, let's talk about where enterprise and 5G are so critical. You know this better than most anybody in the world. I mean, you guys have been at the forefront here and you use the entire Intel data center portfolio to get there. And our partnership has yielded some great results. Can you talk about some of the customer successes and why it's so important to have the enterprise 5G option? Oh, yes, absolutely. End of the day, this is all for the customers, right? So as I said in the beginning, the most important problem that we are trying to solve is the convergence of edge compute and 5G connectivity. This is important for enterprises because they want to host a wide variety of AI and analytics solutions, be it for smart retail or industrial automation or smart city infrastructures. They need an end-to-end solution, which not just helps them build applications, but also they are able to connect their devices to the network. For that, the underlying hardware platform needs to support acceleration, for example, in the compute domain, in the networking domain. And therefore, having a converged edge compute and a connectivity platform makes total sense. Also, if you notice, 5G is not easy. The deployment and networking aspects are quite complicated. How you actually deploy a 5G network and an edge compute and applications and orchestrate that, these are not straightforward. So we actually focused on simplifying the process and helping ease of operation in the sense that how can our customers easily leverage such platforms was paramount to us. And if you look back and step back from the technology for a moment and look at who would really consume such enterprise platforms, they would be edge application developers. And most of the edge application developers are not really aware of the system complexities. They are not 5G experts. They're building some enterprise application and they really don't need to learn about 5G. So how can we actually build that developer experience where we can build intuitive interfaces so that edge applications and converged applications can make sense for application developers is also important for us. If you go and see how are we leveraging this for our customers, so one of the major derivative of this particular architecture is a smart city roadside unit, which 
some of our customers, primarily telecom operators and smart city players, are currently trialing and using this. This demonstrates several advantages of having such a converged platform. So what we have done here is that we have brought in our 5G radio network stack, which is the virtualized software, which are hosted actually as containerized applications on the software platform, which does kind of a local breakout towards the core network, which is also hosted in the same platform. When I say core network, I primarily mean the user plane function. In the same cluster, we are also able to run edge applications, primarily applications, for example, in a roadside unit, these applications could be V2X or vehicle to infrastructure connectivity. Or it could be smart city application use cases where video camera feeds from a traffic intersection is processed by a visual compute. This can generate a metadata that can be consumed by V2X applications. And these V2X applications can send out alerts to different connected vehicles, for example, over the air. It can also notify pedestrians. It can also notify city authorities. So complicated traffic management can actually be automated using such solutions. And this is just one of them. There are manufacturing companies, there are automotive companies, there are healthcare companies who would want to connect their devices. Say, for example, a healthcare company would like to connect their devices in an hospital or in a healthcare center. And having a converged connected platform can actually help them to achieve that objective. So that's roughly what we are trying to achieve with our customers. And we have seen very good interest in trying out new kind of capabilities and building new solutions that solves their problems. And these solutions are really not just solving you know, customer problems, they're solving humanity problems. And so I really love the approach. Can we talk a little bit about why the smart city roadside unit was such an important engineering development? Yes. So we have heard about smart city projects for a long time, right? I mean, for the past several years, smart city has been in place and there has been several initiatives around smart cities. But the real challenge with smart cities is the lack of distribution or distributed computing. You cannot possibly have a central cloud or a central service managing services across a smart city. It could be, say, for example, a typical city would have traffic management to do. They would have utilities to manage. They would have medical and local city healthcare to manage. They would have transportation, for example, the railways or subways or public transport to manage. They would also want to give experiences in terms of broadband capabilities to, to in public locations, for example, in city parks, in airports. In bus stops, for example, they would like to provide better secure safety applications for citizens. Now, all of these are different technologies. If you look at it, all of them are trying to address a different problem. They are also heavily distributed across the city, right? For example, the utilities could be in one location. The public transportation is all over the city. The road traffic management is all over the city. So each of them are kind of located differently. So the need of localization or even hyper-localization is extremely important. So therefore, the smart city communities or smart city operators would have to create small little computes everywhere across the city. Then they have to interconnect all of them. They would have to provide high-speed connectivity. They would have to provide low latency connectivity. You cannot possibly have a pedestrian congestion zone being managed by a camera and it takes seconds to notify people. It has to be done in real time. So all of these problems can actually be tackled, A, by 5G, B, by developing innovative applications, and C, by 
analyzing data, real-time data, data which ensures privacy, but at the same time provides important insights to ensure a better living atmosphere. So all of these smart city applications require a converged platform which is easy to deploy, easy to manage, easy to add applications, and easy to roll out. And that's what we are eventually trying to build together with Intel. Well, you know, it's just so critical that we take the time to think this through because the infrastructure that we build will have a lasting impact on society. Can we talk a little bit about the reference architecture work that we've been doing together and how the converged edge reference architecture really allows Capgemini engineering to drive differentiated capabilities using Intel technology? Very good question. So the Capgemini Engineering's 5G connected platform, as I mentioned, is a convert solution which incorporates some of our software frameworks. It is a builder model. When I say builder model, it means that we have the Lego bricks that can help our customers to build such solutions for themselves. So we have our radio stacks, our 5G RAN stacks, we have our core network and our ensconce edge computing platform. This implements Intel's vision of converged edge reference architecture or SERA. And what it really does is that it allows enterprises to host edge applications for a variety of use cases. For example, analytics, industrial control, smart city, as I mentioned earlier, and leverage Intel accelerators like HDDL to offload AI inference, for example. Secondly, we can actually enable accelerated networking by leveraging some of Intel technologies like SRIOV, or single root IO virtualization and DPDK, which provides low latency data path, particularly for industrial IoT devices, say for example, in factory automation use cases. So that's also part of this converged architecture. As Capgemini Engineering, we have built this 5G connected platform, which is implemented on cloud native principles, which allows edge application developers to run containerized application or microservice-based application, which can be heavily distributed. This is a new kind of experience that we are trying to give to application developers who can then use the Enscon's developer portal to onboard their applications, which would be as simple as running an application on your own laptop. I mean, it could be as simple as that. I mean, that's the ambition. We're not saying that we have reached that level of maturity, but the vision is that we provide a very simplified developer experience to our clients. And then Capgemini and Intel collaborated this together for the advantages that Intel brings onto the table, primarily in terms of visual computing capabilities and their software technologies as well, which we have integrated as part of the Enscon stack, which is our edge computing platform. And then finally, this is a reference solution. So it is customizable. We can add new components. We can modify certain components. It's not necessary that it always have to run on certain software stacks that we are providing as a system integrator and a system integration company. It's imperative that we are able to use this architecture in federation with, say, hyperscalers, in federation with other platforms. And the more important aspect is that how can we tap the potential of enterprise application development for such use cases? I think the converged edge reference architecture actually gets realized in such a platform, such a software model, because we are able to build all of these things, all of these components and build them together and realize a certain objective, which prior to the converged edge architecture was more of discrete blocks. And now we have that continuum from device edge to cloud, which is actually achievable today with this architecture. So that's the vision really. 
Well, and, you know, once we've built the architecture, it's optimized. Now our customers know that it's going to run and it's going to run inside of their core network and run successfully. Where can the listeners find out more information? There is a Hubgemini Engineering webpage. You will find more information about our 5G connected platform solution. We have a complete brochure. You could also get a video and a list of email addresses as well as collaterals that would be useful for them to get into that solution and understand the solution in depth. Thus, we would recommend our customers and in people who are interested to know more about this, visit our website www.capgemini-engineering.com and you can go to the solution section or you can go to the software framework section and get more information about this. Additionally, the converged edge reference architecture details would be available on Intel website and also on the through our common solution white papers that will be published very soon where we will give more detailed analysis of why converged architectures are critical for the success of private networks, particularly in the domain of transportation, smart cities, and roadside units. And Shamik, this is truly my favorite question of these sessions because my guests like yourself are always so smart. Can you give our listeners a sort of view into the future of 5G and smart edge technology? Yeah, that's a cool question, actually. The future is very hard to predict, but at the same time, it looks to be very, very interesting. We didn't know that such applications could be built even half a decade earlier. And if you go through the last 20 years, how wireless technologies have evolved is fascinating. From a time when we didn't know exactly how to consume internet on our phones, even though it existed, we didn't know how to consume it because we didn't have the right tools. From there, we went to the app model where we started to consume internet on smartphones. From there, we went to a more reliable 4G connectivity where a whole new application ecosystem got built because there were reliable connectivity. So you had companies who were becoming taxi aggregators. You could hail a taxi from a roadside and actually pay for it without having to worry about getting timed out. You could actually virtually do anything today using mobile commerce. That was only possible when a very solid and reliable internet ecosystem or a mobile broadband ecosystem came up. So we have seen over the past decade or so that innovation is driven if there is technology. It's always a very critical question because which comes first, the technology or the innovation? I think it happens either ways. But at least in the mobile technology world, we have seen innovation happens when we have the right set of technologies. We've seen that repeatedly, particularly in the 4G. In 5G and Edge, we know the potential of having converged architectures, having an edge compute closer to the device, having distributed computes all over the place, enable new experiences. We have, we know that. The question is, have the innovation ecosystem been launched yet? I guess it's in its infancy, but it's growing. We see more and more application developers getting interested in edge compute. The generation that comes after me actually are much more creative in figuring out how technology can be used for different kinds of applications. In fact, just the pandemic itself has given rise to so many different ways of making life better through mobile computing. I'm pretty sure edge computing is also going to open up a huge amount of innovation ecosystem. But at the end of the day, as a technology company, what we should try to focus on is how can we converge technologies which has been developed 
maybe for a different reason. I mean, AI was never developed really keeping 5G in mind. Or 5G wasn't developed really keeping new intelligent devices to be built. So when we converge all of these technologies together, we start to build new kind of experiences. And that's what we are eventually focused on. So the future is bright, in my opinion. Well, I couldn't agree more. You know, Shamak, it's been such an honor to have you on the show today, and I can't wait to have you back. I also can't wait to talk to you about 6G, which is right around the corner. But on behalf of Shamak Mishra, CTO of Connectivity Capgemini Engineering, my name is Jake Smith, and wherever you are in the world, we wish you a good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Oh, 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 oh,